Welcome to this episode of Ask the Guitar Coach. Here is our question for the day. What are the most usual equipment mistakes that guitar players do? So that's a very good question. I suppose our friend means uh, music equipment like guitar amplifiers and things like that. So what are the, great, the most usual mistakes that uh, a beginner or intermediate player will make when buying uh, guitar related equipment? I can identify three different mistakes and we're going to examine these three, each one separately. So let's go with mistake number one. So the first mistake I see lots of guitar students do is buying a signature model guitar. Now most of those instruments are very very good instruments by themselves, but the problem is are they good for the specific student? Will they help him reach his goal? In most cases this is not what is going to happen. The specific guitar will be a performance guitar. It will be built on the hands, let's say, on the specifications of the specific guitar player who's already a professional guitar player. To give a clear analogy, this is like handing to a person who's just learning how to drive a Formula One car. It's not that the car is bad, but someone who's just learning how to drive is not going to be very helpful for him. He needs to learn on an actual car before he graduates to uh, cars that are going to have much more horsepower. And then I hear many people ask, but if it's a better guitar, it's going to be a better investment. Not really, because it's not going to help you towards your goals. And this ties very, very well with mistake number two, which is that many players will tend to buy a very big a guitar amplifier, usually an, an amp head, of 50 or 100 watts, even if they're not playing live. Now trust me, I can totally understand the appeal of having a big valve head amplifier like a 100 watts, a Marshall or any other uh, make of those legendary amplifiers and having it in your bedroom or your living room. The problem is you're never going to use it. Unless you're in a band that's gigging regularly in very big venues, you're never going to use this amplifier. So you're going to have spent all this money and it's just going to be sitting there. So here's my suggestion. Don't buy it. Unless you are playing in a band that's performing regularly, that means at least every two weeks in moderate to large size venues, in any other case, don't buy this amplifier. The rule here is, don't buy something that you're going to be, hope to be using in 2, 3, 4, 5 years. Buy something that's going to be usable to you now and for the next 6 months. And moving on to the third and final usual equipment problem or suboptimal choice that many guitar players make. And this is buying a very difficult to program and difficult to use uh, multi-effects unit. I'm talking about a multi-effects unit that requires MIDI uh, connections, that requires a lot of programming, that's uh, quite uh, difficult to navigate and all these kind of things. S several of those units produce amazing sounds in the hands of someone who really knows what he's doing. However, if you're an intermediate guitar player, you should be focusing on actually practicing your guitar, not on trying to figure out all kinds of different sounds. 
if you're spending more than 5% of your total time on the guitar on dialing your sound, you're doing something wrong. 95 of the time that you spend with your guitar should be practicing, playing, improvising and doing all the things that are going to help you become better, not in fiddling with knobs and trying to program the different MIDI parameters of your multi-effects unit. So there you have it, three problems, three equipment problems that are very usual among beginner and intermediate guitar players. Buying a signature guitar, buying a big valve amplifier 50 or 100 watts and number three buying a very difficult to program and difficult to use multi-effects unit so i hope this was helpful thanks for tuning in and i'll see you on the next episode of us the guitar coach